Hello and welcome to Christina's Book Review Podcast. I'm Christina. In this episode of the podcast, I'm going to review The Heart's Invisible Furies by John Boyne. It's the first book I've read in 2018, and I have to say I wasn't disappointed at all. Quite the reverse, I was chuffed by it, by the plot, by the characters, by the problems that have been raised. The author managed to cover such difficult issues like sexual orientation, ADS and HIV. It was not an easy read, but I was immersed in the novel from start to finish and didn't want the book to come to an end. I enjoyed reading it all the way through. Very good book. Let's put my personal emotions and impressions aside for a moment and focus on the book per se. But at first I'd like to say a few words about the author. His name is John Boyne. He's an Irish novelist, born in Dublin, where he still lives. He writes for adults and children, and his books are translated into over 50 languages. However, John Boyne is known for Boy in the Stripped Pyjamas, which he wrote in two and a half days. It was a success, and in 2008 the book was adopted, adapted into a film of the same name. I have to confess I haven't read this famous novel and haven't seen the film. However, I've heard of this book before, but was not interested in that period of history. That's why I chose his last book, called The Hearts Invisible Furious. It is set mainly in Ireland, in Dublin to be precise. The story is told by a boy named Cyril Avery, who was adopted by a rich married couple. A husband was a banker, his wife was a writer. The story begins with Cyril's biological mother named Catherine Coggin, and I thought the plot would be focusing on her, her life and destiny. However, it wasn't about her, not really. It was about her son Cyril, who she gave up when she was 16 years old. As far as she was concerned, she did the right thing, for she couldn't afford having a child at the time. She was too young and had no money. In fact, she made her mind when she found out that she was pregnant. The thing is, Catherine, Cyril's birth mother, was forced to leave her village when her family discovered that she was going to have a baby. They told about it to the, the priest who called her whore and expelled her from the place of her birth. So she went to Dublin by a bus where she gave birth to a boy and gave him up. That's how the story starts and it will be concentrated on Cyril from now on. As a satirical, a boy was adopted when he was only three days old. His adoptive parents had named him Cyril for a spaniel that once owned and loved. To be honest, his adoptive parents were weird. For instance, Cyril had to call them by the names which are Charles and Maud. Or another example, his adoptive father constantly reminded him that he was not a real Avery, hinting that Cyril was not his biological son. Nevertheless, he was fed, clothed and schooled. However, he was not in loved. At the same time, he had a childhood as many Dickens characters had. He wasn't punished or beaten, nothing of the sort happened. He was just a living creature who shared a house with two adults who rarely acknowledged each other. As the story unfolds, we learn that Cyril is different from other boys who are interested in girls. Cyril wasn't attracted to girls at all, and this bothered him. You see, beginning with the childhood, Cyril was struggling with his sexual orientation. He couldn't admit to being gay to anyone, even to his best friend Julian, who he was in love with. The thing is, Cyril lived in a time when Ireland was ruled and influenced by the Catholic Church. At that time, gays were badly beaten, sometimes beaten to death. Most men hid the sexual orientation from his families. They pretended being straight men by married women, but secretly met with men. Needless to say, Ireland society despised gays, so Cyril had no choice but to lie to everyone. You can say he was a coward to an extent, but it's so easy to be judgmental. I was pleasantly shocked to learn that in 2015 Ireland became the first country to legalize same-sex marriage on a national level by popular vote. I was even more surprised to learn that in 2017 Leo Varadkar, openly gay, became head of Ireland government. Who would have thought a country in which had been dominated by the Catholic Church would be open for a gay community? Something really changes.
Apart from gay issue, the right raises another problem, which is ADS and HIV diseases. And again, at that time, many considered that these diseases are gay diseases, which is completely wrong, because many straight men suffered from ADS and they were ashamed of that, for they thought it was a mistake, they were not gays. Moreover, their families turned away from them, knowing that their son or brother was dying from ADS. It's hard to believe, but this is true, society wasn't educated whatsoever. And I'm not 100% sure that people stopped thinking that ADS and HIV are gay diseases 20 years later. Anyway, in my mind, John Bowen meant to describe protagonist's struggle with his sexual orientation, but I was so sympathized with him. While I was reading, I felt sad and angry, and there were times when I laughed out loud. This book made me think about how difficult it is sometimes to accept yourself the way you are. It's easy to say be yourself when it's possible due to different circumstances and because of that you have to lie. And yet the writer shows you should try to be yourself no matter what regardless of consequences, for you have only one life. The Hudson Visual Viewers is a masterpiece, and I'm not afraid to use this word because it's true. It's beautifully written, you believe in every character, and it's very engaging. I was so involved in this story that I didn't want it to come to an end. It seemed to me I've lived Cyril's life along with him. It was a good experience and I've learned a lot. I highly recommend it to read. I'm looking forward to your response in the comment section on my website, which is chrisland.au. And as always, I conclude my book review podcast with one of my favorite Betty Davis lines from the film called Cabin in the Cotton. I'd like to kiss you, but I just washed my hair. Bye!